the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Busy commuter. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM twelve twenty KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. Joining me now, Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist with Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. Rosen? Good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Did you have a good holiday season? Yeah, yeah, it was actually not so bad. Good, good. It's been a while since I've talked to you, so um let's talk jobs. Obviously, the 800-pound elephant in the room, so to speak. Yeah, I think the December number was disappointing. Um, I think that the headline was um, not as actually as bad as uh, you know the internal details, especially when you consider that hours dropped. Uh, basically, what we found was that aggregate wages declined a little bit in December. Thankfully, it didn't show up in the retail sales report. It makes us assume that consumers are willing to at least dip into savings or, or increase their credit in order to keep consumption growth higher. But uh, that's not a way of maintaining solid consumption growth if uh, the job market continues to stall. So now that we've put the jobs in perspective, okay, the way I'm trying to explain it in media is it was kind of Goldilocks and it wasn't hot, it wasn't cold. It was on the colder side, but it wasn't just right either. Is that fair to say? I would say it was cold, but I would say okay. that it's just one month. Um, you know, you really need to take a two to three month uh, trend, you know, or two months, three to two month uh, numbers in order to get a trend in order to determine where things are. The fact that uh, you know everyone was expecting close to two hundred thousand, and you get below a hundred, and you know, in normal times, below 120, you know, means an increase in the unemployment rate. And in this case, we have some uh, structural factors that are affecting the unemployment rate. But you know, discounting that, we're, you know, it's not a very good um, report at all. I mean, there's really nothing in it that that makes it, you know, any sense of the word of Goldilocks. I, my feel is that if we get another month of this, you know, then we're going to start looking and going. Huh? Is the economy really growing at the rate that we expect it to, or are things slowing down again? Let's talk about the reaction maybe in the 10-year Treasury. Um, it seems that we've pulled back pretty aggressively, 2.9% when we were playing with 3, 3.1. Is this a sign that the economy is seeing, you know, uh, it's not going to be robust, it's going to be less than robust? Um, is the 10-year Treasury telling us the truth, or is it is it a, a fake? I think it's too quick to look at, and just you know, a, a ten, 10 basis points really isn't going to do too much. What, I, what I'm more focused on is to see how uh, the futures market t- looks at it. Are we seeing changes in when the Fed is expected to increase rates? And what we've seen is actually uh, a move towards an increase in rates 
earlier than uh, it has been. I mean, right now, the Fed futures were predicting an increase in rates for the first time in April 2015. Going back to uh, September, that was uh, you know, September 2015. So we, we've gotten a lot better economic numbers that have justified, you know, a, a more, much more uh, quick rate increase than uh, than previously thought. And I think that's what we need to look, focus on. If that changes and we start seeing, you know, go back to June, July, August, September in terms of when the next rate increase is, then you're making an assumption that the economy uh, is poised to slow down from its current trends. It seems that we've been in the position before where the Federal Reserve has started raising interest rates a little bit too soon, a little bit too fast. Um, maybe even if you go back and study the 1930s, maybe if you go back and study the early mid-2000s, do you think the Fed has learned from some of their past movements and the reactions in the markets, or do you think that we might be setting ourselves up for yet another shock to the system? No, I, I don't really know, I mean, to be honest. Okay. And the problem is with quantitative easing, you don't get a really great gauge of what rates would be if quantitative easing was not in a room, was not around? What would we have if we were just at the zero bound? You know, there's some good papers, and, and I um, wrote about one in, in a uh, economic insight piece on our briefing.com page that uh, basically calculated shadow rates. That what is the Fed funds rate based on uh, trends in the futures markets and looking at the yield curves? And they have it still at negatives. I, I don't think that you know uh, the small tapering that we've done has changed any of that. And the question is, you know, is the economy on a a solid standing regardless of what the Fed is going to do? Is, is the economy poised to to continue growing, or is this another one of those head fakes that we seem to get every uh, every time at the end of the year? So. There's a lot of reports out on a regular basis tied towards Europe seems to be a little bit better. Asia seems to be doing okay. Latin America has a lot of hits or missing it. Is the world strong enough to have a good year in 2014, economically speaking? Uh, the consensus seems to think so. I think um, the World Bank's recent report that came out now predicts you know 3.5% growth next year, which is uh, you know considerably better than what we had this year. And you know, things are supposed to maintain at that pace for the next couple of years. Uh, you know, the question is, where, where's the trend that we're looking at? If you look at the last few months, the trends have shown that, uh, you know, the economy is picking up. You had 4.1% growth uh, in the third quarter, um, not including the retail sales report that came out yesterday in today's PPI numbers. I'm forecasting a 3.4% increase in Q4 GDP and a big increase in the real final sales compared to uh, the third quarter. Now, if that's the trend that things are improving, then yeah, the growth that we're getting is is very good. We could see strong growth throughout the world. If this is another head fake, though, which you know, again, this is seasonal things that we've seen over the last five years, where the end of the year seems to be stronger than the beginning of the year, and you can make an, an argument that the seasonal adjustments aren't correct or make an argument that, uh, you know, the way the seasonal adjustments need to be made or need to be changed, and that could account for what this recent growth is. It's just not real. It's just noise. And if that's the case, then, you know, we're still at this 2% trend that we've been at, you know, for the last few years. I'm speaking with Dr. Jeff Rosen, Ph.D., ChiefEconomistBriefing.com. Smart, uh, insightful, very, very useful data coming out of his mouth. 
I live in a very expensive neighborhood, high-end neighborhood, in a high-end city, in a high-end zip code, in a high-end county. Um, affordability of housing in my neighborhood is, it seems out of whack. Um, how does that story play out in 2014? Not necessarily on the high end with the higher interest rates. Well, it's playing out that the affordability conditions have worsened considerably. And in order to keep prices going up, you need the affordability conditions to be maintained. And either that means we need to have uh, higher income, which, you know, given the expected increase in GDP, you would expect incomes to grow at a relatively similar pace, then it could be maintained. If GDP does not grow at its, you know, its current trends, given our higher interest rates, you can't maintain sales at the current price level um, unless prices come down or we end up with another, you know, bubble-type environment where people are buying houses because they assume the price will go up in the future regardless of what conditions are telling them today, and, and that would be a real problem. Right now, I'm leaning towards, uh, you know, things will get a little bit easier and price growth will be a little bit less than what we've seen in the recent past, just because new supply will come online in terms of housing construction and stuff like that. But you know, it still makes a very uneasy feeling on how the housing market is going to react next year. Um, I don't know if you saw the data this morning, but GM basically said, we see about 2% growth next year. Are the autos strong enough to help offset any potential weakness in homes? 2% enough? Or... This is too vague of a question without enough research. I mean, was that 2% GDP that GM was predicting, or is that 2% growth in their sales? Sales. Okay, yeah, I mean, that, that's fairly what everybody else is, is predicting. And to get up to about $16 million next year from uh, 15.6 now, it's about a 3% increase. It would be you know, a pretty weak increase compared to the recent developments in the auto sector. My concern with the auto sector is that we're living in an environment now where interest rates are going up and uh, income growth remains weak. Does that necessarily mean we're going to see increased sales? And uh, if we don't, are we going to see an increase in dealer incentives to drop the prices down in order to pick up the sales because the rising interest rates are negating some of that? So it's going to be interesting, and, and I'm actually working on a piece right now on uh, what I think of 2014 auto sales and piecing all of everything together to see where I think uh, things can go. But, you know, 16 millions with the consensus is, I, I think it would be uh, potentially for a little less, but you could also have a potential for a little more if you have uh, some good incentives or a big increase in income. Thanks, good. We've got about a minute. Is there anything else that you want to throw out? No, I, I think just to caution again on that December employment report, um, you know, I'm, I'm concerned that the income factor fell uh, more than the just weakness in the payroll numbers. I think that it's just going to seem to be an anomaly, and that uh, October number, or sorry, that December number is going to uh, showcase to be a stronger January. But uh, also note that the ending of the emergency unemployment benefits that expired two weeks ago will result in a big drop in the unemployment rate. Uh, in January, and that's not uh, real. That's going to be people leaving the uh, the labor force, and, and I don't believe we're going to be above six and a half percent by February. And that means that we've hit, you know, the Fed's target level when they originally said that uh, they'd start raising rates at. Thanks very much. That's Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist, Ph.D. with Briefing.com. Briefing provides independent live market analysis of the U.S. international markets. He referred to a piece or a section of Briefing.com that he 
kind of controls called Economic Insight. Highly recommend that you grab some of his perspective. You won't agree with everything. You're not supposed to. Don't forget you got a big we have a big event coming up Thursday evening, tomorrow evening in Bay Area Palo Alto at Elks Club Lodge. It's in Palo Alto, six thirty nine. It's an income in retirement, wealth preservation event. You can sign up at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. AM 1220, KDOW 189, a gain of 0.7%. That's a Bloomberg Market Minute. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.